0: Hi, I'm Tori.
1: I'm Justin. And I'm Ryan.
0: Have you always wanted to explore the world of sports, but haven't found an accessible barrier of entry?
1: Or maybe you're just a sports expert who wants to laugh about who won, who lost, and who makes way too much money. Or maybe you just want to understand Ted Lasso better.
0: Regardless of your relationship with sports, Good Game is there to break it down
1: for you. It's a podcast about sports for rookies, veterans, and everyone in between. Whatever is happening in sports... Justin, Tori, and I will be there to talk through it all. With jokes, hot takes, and sometimes literal tears. So check out Good Game, a Trident Network podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh my God, hi, welcome to Disney Adult the podcast where Chicago comedians review Disney properties from the perspective of adults. You know, I read the same tagline every damn week, or in this case, every damn day. Happy December, my babies. We're in the middle of a very Marvel Christmas, and this day, I am joined by Sarah Blance and Andy Mihalik on a lazy Saturday morning as we discuss the many adventures of recovered bully and adrenaline junkie billionaire struggling with PTSD after a road trip to space, Tony Stark in Iron Man 3. Without further ado, here we go. Oh my god, good morning. Good Good morning. morning. I guess I'll get my own cup of coffee. (laughs) There ain't none left. Wow. Excuse
2: me, I'm a guest.
1: Andy brewed two cups of coffee and didn't even brew me one, even though I did say that I don't want a cup mm, of coffee.
2: Not a drop.
1: Delicious. Today we're talking about, I am not even facing the microphone, today we are talking about Iron Man 3.
2: Oh, uh, my
1: favorite. favorite.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I will say, I used to hate this movie and then I rewatched it because I'm rewatching all of them in a row. It's not that bad. No, it's not. It's there are choices and things it's, that we'll cover that are funky dunky.
2: I will say it's better than any Captain America minus Winter Soldier.
1: Oh we have to watch that later sure. today if you wanna Winter you know, Soldier? Yeah, if you wanna
2: <gasps>
1: <laughs> If you wanna he's, and he's click click slurping and
2: slurping and spaghetti noodles. And <laughs> 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 we're
1: gonna,
2: continue, gonna eat but spaghetti also, and also watch. But more than
1: spaghetti, we're also gonna oh look, 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 and mm. sh- That'll mm. be me. Nice. <laughs> ah! <laughs> it's not very funny to say on the eve of our Alec Baldwin news. Oh. Okay, question, really <laughs> quick. How Yikes. awful is that entire situation it's really unfortunate. from beginning to end? There is—it's only tragedy.
2: I feel it's like sick about it. It's—it
1: yeah. like really is a story that has. I don't want to say no redeeming qualities, but there's like not even any lessons that can be taken from it. It's just bad. I mean, it's other all than like bad. guns Good. are awful. Lots. We, which out. we
2: know and ignore. Apparently. Yeah. No, <laughs>
1: ignore is the perfect, perfect. All right. So Iron Man three, Sarah, we've already, I mean, we've discussed both with you about your MCU fandom and how that, sure. since our last podcast, have you watched any Marvel movies? Okay, Andy. No.
0: (laughs) I've watched everyone that you've watched. I've watched What If.
1: We've seen Shang-Chi has come out. I saw that. We did go to the theaters of Shang-Chi. In 4D
2: or whatever. Yeah. Yeah,
1: The seats seats moved. moved. Uh, Which, by the way, if anybody ever wants to go see a movie in... 4D. Choose a movie that's easy to follow and that you're not gonna care about. Also, if you
2: love marijuana, definitely smoke it or ingest it beforehand. There was your face
1: when because we didn't tell Sarah that the seats would move. We bought we had booked this for uh, Black Widow, and then when we decided to go to Shang-Chi, I was like, I'm just gonna book the 4D exit. I'm not gonna tell Sarah. And we get it, and Sarah, first of all, you were like, Do I have to climb into this seat? Why is it raised? Is
2: there a seatbelt?
1: Yeah. And then when it started, the look on your face was so funny. It was such a surprise. It was so good. Well, I will say like those experiences are so perfectly
0: timed. Like someone clearly sits in their master chair and is like they they really do a great job. But they don't like the intensity. I don't think is checked. Like because sometimes they throw you around to a point where I was like, if there's a child in that seat. They're gone. Oh yeah,
2: <laughs> I at one point when there was like a fight scene. I think when yeah. they were, spoiler alert, they fight like a dragon from the sea. Yeah, yeah. And it gets messy, and I'm be like, <laughs> like I like There's gotta spraying like water in your face, and everyone just starts seat. laughing
0: because yeah, you can't focus on the you movie. You can't
2: control anything that's happening to you. <laughs>
1: at one point, it, they the the moving of the seats was so severe that i started doing a bit with sarah (laughs) where i and andy got really upset because we were sharing it. they're split into like four seat quadrants and we did have a stranger with us i had a stranger next to me so it was disrespectful for me to do this but it was such a funny (laughs) bit where i kept like uh emphasizing the bouncing till i was like almost standing up and like tossing popcorn and drinks everywhere
0: You're like audibly going like, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa,
1: whoa, 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 Let's jump into this movie, shall we? All right. So I'm going to start with a plot. Feel free to interrupt. Go ahead and interrupt. Okay. Uh, and we will uh, jump right into this. So first we start with a flashback. At a New Year's Eve party in 1999, Tony Stark meets scientist Maya Henson, the inventor of an experimental regenerative treatment named Extremis. Long story short, it's a plant that can regrow limbs, and then they're going to put it into people that'll regrow limbs. Um,
2: okay. <laughs>
1: disabled scientist Aldridge Killian offers them a place in his company, Advanced Idea Mechanics. What
2: is with this name? Who, what, in the first one, what was the villain's name? Something. Uh, Obadiah Stane. Obadiah. <laughs> now we've got
1: Aldrich. Aldrich Killian. Killian. Okay. I imagine if they're coming from comic books, it should be a name that you walk away with being like a little bit weird so that you remember it. Like, then again, they have Steve Rogers, and that works.
0: The um, character played by Rebecca Hall, uh, yes, I just looked that up. Uh, <laughs> the actress who uh, kind of engineers this whole project is also in a movie with Johnny Depp called Transcendence, where she. He like dies and so she puts his brain into an AI. This is
1: her niche. Yeah. That's what she gets. She's typecast. Yeah. As she's lady who no knows science. Very good at it. Um
2: better than a mom, I say.
1: Yeah, honestly. Uh, which by the way, it is weird that I mean sometimes we're reminded of how quickly the watching these movies, I'm reminded how quickly the the dialogue around Roles for women in Hollywood is changed because Mm -hmm. in these early Tony Tony Stark is a playboy and is like whatever the women are almost on contractual obligation to sleep with Tony Stark in every movie every single woman he ever meets with the exception of Black Widow he sleeps with. Do
2: we really know?
1: We don't. Who knows? Who
2: knows?
1: Um. So, by the way, they introduce what the fuck is this Quasimodo? Oh treatment they've given him. They give him this horrible wig that has a huge side part that covers half of his face and they give him a cane and they're like, kind of just like, limp it up.
2: Yeah, and like, don't be <laughs> subtle. No. Like, like act as if you're on stage. <laughs> not in a movie. It, it was
1: wild. Yeah. It was almost offensive.
2: Like, I, because he's such a good actor. Have you seen Memento? Of
1: course. I... He, He's hit and miss for me. Okay, oh.
2: well, this was definitely a miss. A miss. <laughs> <laughs> we can all agree. <laughs> uh,
1: but he, so that's the flashback, and then Tony doesn't really care, and and we realize, oh, and then also Tony sends him up to the roof at one He's point. A mean. He's, He's a mean. Sucks. Tony is mean. Mean, mean. mean bully. Tony is mean. In I the stand
2: 90s. by it. Iron Man. I hate he Iron sucks. Man. He sucks. I. I know.
1: I'm in the party of one who likes Iron Man. <laughs> He's become my favorite through these rewatches. Like He's it's big it, old meaning. To me,
2: it feels like and I mean, do I have a chip on my shoulder? You fucking <laughs> bet. That he sucks so bad and then gets to be a superhero.
1: And there's
2: no consequent Well, I guess he has a little bit of
1: a breakdown in this movie, but yeah. not enough
2: for me. Not enough.
1: Yeah. yeah. He definitely changes. I mean, I mean, he's he's at heart. I feel like I'm defending an abusive boyfriend. He's at, he, you guys don't see him when he's at home. Like he buys, he buys uh, pepper pots at Big Bear in the driveway. The big bear that was so nice. She so hasn't hit me so in so nice. long. He did almost get her killed, but like, keep out of that bear.
2: How nice.
1: Uh, And then, speaking of, in December uh, 2012, seven months after the Battle of New York, Tony Stark is suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder and is having frequent panic attacks. Right after I say I hate him. Well, hey, I'm sure the entire world is suffering with PTSD after uh, these alien worms come from space. Um, Which, I this was really nice. I liked that they talk about PTSD in this because back before the Marvel movies connected and we got to see what happened after that, like, the last battle scene in a blockbuster. If you think about like the Transformers and stuff, those movies, I am always I can't almost can't focus at the end because I can't, I'm so distracted with like, who cleans this all up? Mm-hmm. What happens sure. to the city after this? Like we all just are like, oh, then it goes back to normal. I'm like, this is such
2: chaos. Yes. Yeah. So how do you even come back? You just I would think just move how long to a different it, city.
1: Think of like the trauma response from the entire country and the, the cleanup of nine 11 for oh those my two God. buildings. Sure. Now imagine it's your entire city and the, the attackers are aliens from outer space,
0: which do you think that's why it's always New York city now is because we, as like viewers have a real life memory of a trauma in New York. So anytime mm. there's like a big attack on New York, it's like,
2: I think it's just like New York City is it's a New city York. everyone knows, and yeah. it's big. And also, when like, I mean, if I've you heard gonna... crazier theories. Yeah, if you were gonna
1: do... from me. <laughs> 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 uh, so he has PTSD. Um, he's built dozens of Iron Man suits. It's becoming like an obsessive. This is really thing. interesting to me because this
0: is terrifying, right? Because like we know with COVID, people like stockpiled up, and their response to like a big fear was to like stockpile and hunker down and prepare. But if you're a billionaire, your response is to stockpile weapons of mass destruction. And I can't help but think, did some billionaires have that response no to COVID? Doubt.
2: No doubt. Oh
0: yeah. They're just building have you guys tunnels. Seen if if have regular
2: you... people shout out to my ex uh. decide uh-huh. to get two guns. Mm-hmm. Two guns and learn how to shoot it.
1: What do they have? What do billionaires have? Speaking of bi- weapons from billionaires, have you seen these fucking robotic dogs yes. with guns attached <gasps> no. to them? Yes. It is, babe, it is the most horrifying thing you will ever ah, see. Dogs. When I When I talk about like, all of our friends right now are like either moving to L.A. or New York because they're like trying to make it. I'm trying to move to the Netherlands. Sh- I'm trying Ooh. to move away from this hellhole. To hole.
2: a tiny house.
1: They are Ooh. these on wheels robotic <laughs> dogs that can move insanely fast. or completely AI. They operate on their own, and they have machine guns attached to their backs. And they're being brought out at like weapons conferences for police to use. Oh, good. Are these the <laughs> sa-
0: <laughs> are these the same dogs that like ten years ago were a famous meme because they had backwards yeah. joints, yeah. and then someone, like, kicked it over? Yeah. Those have evolved. Oh, no, we kicked them over. Now they have guns. <laughs> Look at this. That is them. Oh, he's kind of cute. Until
1: he kills you for protesting his little, peacefully. His little face is a gun. How
2: do you think they programmed racism into
1: them? Oh, you know they did. Yep. You know they did. Oh,
2: Some sort of, like, facial recognition shit.
1: America is absolutely fucked well uh, (laughs) speaking of a string of bombings (laughs) claimed (laughs) but a string of bombings claimed by a terrorist known as the mandarin has left intelligence agencies bewildered by a lack of forensic evidence because they can't like find the bombs but there's these huge explosions uh stark's chief of security happy hogan Happy's the best character of this movie.
2: I disagree. Okay.
1: (laughs) He's badly injured in one of these attacks at the uh, Chinese theater in LA and is put into a coma, prompting Stark to boldly issue a televised threat to the Mandarin, revealing his home address in the process. Now, here's a question for the group. If you've ever been about to fight a person, would you ever even think about using your home address when calling a threat? Even kids know we take it to the playground
2: never in any situation think to give my home address to anybody i think
0: that was but that's i think that's what they're doing it's like tony stark wow he would you ever reveal yourself as a superhero no but tony stark would
2: he is what is is, like his
0: ego is so big that he's like i'll even do
1: this crazy thing this is
2: my problem with him
1: (laughs) sure tony yeah, you bring it in the house. Just stop talking to the <laughs> My cameras. My thing is like
0: he. This drove me crazy because he's just not a billionaire. It's not like he's a billionaire in uh, a shipping industry. He's a, he made his money off of mass,
2: Elon Musk. He like yeah. knows
0: weaponry, right? So by giving your home address, you literally know what your weapons are capable of. Well, this was I find a, a bit unrealistic. Yeah, with Miss Pepperpot sitting there at home.
2: I can't believe that bitch is still employed. She hangs like out. I would have quit um, immediately, immediately. She, ru-
1: she runs the company now. She's the CEO in this, and she also uh, has this history okay, with because she because <laughs> she meets uh, Aldrich Killian in that one scene where she's like, "Oh my god, this he guy shows is back, her brain." And, yeah. Oh, she that was cool. She he shows her like this technology where he can project the brain, and uh, he's
0: and like, "Pinch me." That's live. It's Ew.
1: so stupid. But I was like, why don't we have that technology? That seems like something we could do at this point. Brain mapping, like, brain sure. mapping, and three, and then, like project it into the room. Because oh. we don't
0: want to get better. They don't want us to get better.
2: Also, maybe they do have it, <laughs> and our insurance just doesn't cover it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> also, I thought it was funny that um, when we see that Tony Stark has PTSD, he walks out of the bar that he's in. And he just, like, leaves the Iron Man suit parked next to the rest of the cars. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is so stupid. Oh. It
2: would have been so funny if he, like, had a key fob. Yeah. And, like, why am I not writing for Marvel?
0: What? Yeah. I have a, you submitted?
2: A, you're not wrong.
1: <laughs> your names, your character names aren't, ra- aren't crazy enough. <laughs> yeah. You have, like, Stacy. <laughs> you, you need, like, um, Steubenheimer.
2: Obadiah Stain. Obadiah
1: stain. stain. The human stain. <laughs> we, um... Uh, the Mandarin sends gunships and helicopters to destroy Tony Stark's home. This was a cool scene. I liked this scene. Um, I still remember it. I, I judge the best Marvel scenes on the ones that I can remember when I, like, think about... Because a lot of times they're just, like, general fight scenes and you're like, no, okay, whatever. Um, this one... I was interested in. I thought it was cool that they blew up his whole house and that he saves the ladies and then the suit just like takes him to the middle of Idaho uh, because he passes out.
2: The suit is the real hero of this movie. For sure. Like Iron Man is nothing. Well, he has a brain, I guess, but like he's nothing without the suit.
1: Jarvis is pretty cool. Jarvis Jarvis saves his life in this. Well,
0: uh, it's also cool. Like, to see the first movie and then these, like, h- how his suit progresses to the point where we know, like, towards the end, he just, like, I, d- I still don't understand the technology of the suit at the end, where it's just a bunch of little micro metals that yeah, spread across his body. <laughs> it progresses pretty quickly, but honestly, so does our technology. It's
1: and strange. also, it's like, who cares? Who cares how the suit gets on him? We know it's like, at that point, it's magic. It, the com- movie. it comes out of his watch at that point. We're like, yeah. we've seen it so many different times. It's just like... Honestly, he could come out of his own eyeballs for all I care. That would uh, be fucking cool. Yeah.
2: Iron Man 4. Is there a fourth one already? No. I hope. Are we done? Yeah, yeah we're done. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, oh, we're yeah, done. yeah, yeah. yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Multiverse, anything is possible.
2: I mean. They well. are
1: going to have a couple Iron Man shows. Okay. So, like, of other Iron people. so here's the thing here's the thing that the Iron Giant so like now uh, here's what I think is gonna happen and this is a a a theory so we've had this whole universe of all these people right yeah now we're kind of moving on to even more powerful people like as it continues now we're into people who can like live in space and like change reality with their minds and like all this crazy stuff so now the old guard like Iron Man Captain America all these people they're kind of like old news. Yeah. And I think we're just going to have these shows that just have like a ton. We've already seen a show that has like a ton of Captain Americas. Like they're all super soldiers. They're all the same. And there's like seven of them now. Then we're going to have a show that's all Iron Men. But there's like seven different iron people. <laughs> like there's like War Machine and, <laughs> and this Iron Lady and this new iron guy. Then they're going to have a She-Hulk show that has a bunch of Hulks. This is where That's where you cross the line, honestly. Black Widows has a bunch of Black Widows in hers. So like
0: this is where I and I've said this before, I really worry about the future of the MCU. I think they're expanding so quickly. They're opening up multiverse. I don't know. I can't wait as a fan. I'm delighted, but like I can't wait to see how they weave it all together and keep because what really keeps them so popular has been the like weaving it all together. Yeah. But you can't miss one. Whereas now I'm like some, the average person is going to miss some. Yeah, Like how do you keep it for the average moviegoer, the girlfriend who gets dragged to one of the movies sure. and make it sensical for her.
1: Well, I do think that uh, Kevin Feige has said that the movies will all connect. So you don't have to watch like the shows and that stuff is like good backstory, but you don't need to watch them. Um, they would have to.
2: I just but, show up for the fight scene. But it's end. also pretty. Yeah, sure.
1: and that's the other thing. It's pretty easy storytelling. I mean, they're not doing Inception or like Interstellar. It's interstellar. pretty. You oh say yeah, exactly. you say that, but then you go see a DC
0: movie, and you're like, "How do I not understand what's going on in a Batman movie?"
1: Well, that's because DC movies are bad. Garbage. Slippery
0: slope, Marvel. Slippery
1: slope. No, I don't think so. I think they'll be fine. <laughs> I, th- I honestly think they have so much money and so much money riding on, like riding on so much money coming in.
0: That's what they said about Star Wars. That they
1: literally test these movies. Sure. Like for instance, right now, the new um, Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. they did test showings and people were like, I don't really know what's going on here. So then they just are reshooting the movie. As you do. What the hell? Unbelievable. So I think they will be fine. And also it's we're like seeing- you could kind of go in on an autopilot and just like kind of I mean once again spoiler alert when that spoiler alert Spo- <laughs> 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 when that dragon came out in Shang Chi Yeah. I think we were all just like okay yeah a <laughs> dragon. <laughs> sure. Sure a dragon and then like oh a space bat from hell. Cool. <laughs> <Makes> sense. Yeah. <laughs> not a lot, not a lot of like active story following. Uh, Stark investigates the, oh, so Jarvis, he passes out when his home is destroyed. Jarvis naturally takes him to the last location that they were looking at, which was one of the locations where these, like, mysterious bombings is happening in Tennessee. He's found by this child, because he, like, breaks into some person's garage to help fix the Iron Man machine. This child comes in and he befriends this child. Um... The explosions that were falsely attributed to terrorists uh, in order to cover up the extremist flaws are revealed when Tony visits Tennessee. So Tony goes and he sees one of the explosions at the site of the explosion. And he realizes that there's nothing. There's six people died, but there's only like five scorch marks on the walls. Okay. So that six person must have been the bomb themselves. Um, these explosions were blah, 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 blah. Stark witnesses Extremis firsthand when Mandarin agents Savin and Brand attack him in that bar. Stark kills Brand uh, and incapacitates Savin. Meanwhile, Killian resurfaces and kidnaps Potts with the assistance from Hansen. There were so many random white people in this movie that, like, had the same haircut and the same facial features that I was struggling to, like... Figure out is this the guy in Tennessee or is this the guy helping Killian? Killian, Mm -hmm. and are they the same? And I'm just confused. Mm -hmm. I couldn't figure it out. Um, Also, when these people like shoot fire and stuff and like burn, they look so corny. They like glow like a nightlight. I (laughs) thought
0: it was kind of cool.
1: When he shoots fire out of his mouth, I'm like, okay, that's cool. Oh,
0: see, that's where I was like, "Mm, taking it too far. Oh. But when they well, just get like mad and they start to glow, I don't, I don't know. Cool.
1: Yeah, it seemed weird because I th- I think what the the biggest thing that was jarring for me is that Tony Stark's villains have always been similar to him, like tech based, smart, smart tech based, weapons focused, and then are like actually we're a bioweapon that is just like our hands get real hot. I was like. <laughs> Sure, sure. <laughs> they also heal us because he heals. I'm, like, right. I'm really
2: able, I'm really good at suspending my disbelief.
1: I am too. I mean, I say that here because I'm trying to dissect it for the podcast, but if I'm watching it, I'm just like, oh yeah, sure, they got um, fire powers. Makes sense. Also, these movies are really written so that like your average person could kind of just like talk about it over the water cooler. Oh, so yeah, Iron Man's real sad because of New York and then he fights these fire people. It's pretty Good. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> i just love to imagine people today standing around a water cooler talking about iron man three. yeah yeah and <laughs>
1: you can go to see how i kind of go the kids had a soccer tournament oh well iron man fights these fire people that's pretty cool pretty cool that's pretty cool they really do and that pepper potts she's cool man um so then uh, iron man spends all this time with this kid who like is looking for a father figure and um
2: what a coincidence
1: <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Killian kidnaps Potts. Um, American intelligence agencies continue to search for Mandarin's location. So there's a few different things happening. Like there's Killian and his whole vibe, where we he's kidnapping her. But then we also still think this Mandarin guy is a terrorist. But spoiler alert: when Tony finds him,
2: the best character of the movie. He is an actor. I love him.
1: How he is very funny. funny.
2: And whenever I so good,
1: and this is why Marvel will always succeed is when they have a dud. Because when this came out, people were like, "What a dud!" That they we spent this whole time thinking this guy was going to be a big deal, and he's just a joke. He's like an actor. Marvel will bring them back ten years later and make them relevant again. Yeah, I don't think we
0: should talk about it because Shang Chi's like barely out right now, so people haven't seen it.
1: Oh, by the time this will go out, it it will have been on Disney Plus. Okay.
2: Do you remember when I was? We did say
0: spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert does nothing, and we never talk about it.
1: <laughs> spoiler <laughs> alert, I'm about to hit you. Spoiler alert Same works
0: in text, because <laughs> you can add a line and say spoiler alert, and yeah. then stop So reading. the rule
2: should be, spoiler alert, pause for three seconds. Okay,
1: I'll add that in. in post. Good luck.
2: <laughs> Just play a little, you know, Iron Man music.
1: Spoiler alert, it's like uh, a little bit of Christmas music. Here we're going to talk about some spoilers. <laughs> uh, Shang-Chi?
0: Advance to 1153.
1: <laughs> um, so Stark traces the Mandarin to Miami and infiltrates its headquarters using improvised weapons. Inside, he discovers the Mandarin is actually an English actor named Trevor Slattery. Once again, a wonderful name. Do
2: you guys remember when I was scammed by the You Never Know show?
1: Yes. Oh my God, I forgot.
2: I will never forget. <laughs> what a dummy... All of oh. us. But this was the man that was promised to be in our first show. <gasps> the Mandarin. No. Yeah. Way. Yeah. What's.
0: Oh, That's.
1: God. Crazy. So, for the audience listening, Sarah was in a sketch show in Chicago that was like.
2: They um, were, like, crazy auditions.
1: Mm-hmm. They Huge cast.
2: Huge cast. Really talented people. We were promised all these, like, really great things. We signed contracts, NDAs, like, all this stuff. By a
1: producer who had made it very clear that he has been working in the industry and had been on a couple of films and all of these things.
2: And the associate, or, like, co-director, co-producer was, like, a legit, like, person. She was really cool. So you're, like... Even this guy, I mean, this guy's giving me weird Hollywood vibes, but he partnered up with someone pretty cool. So I guess like, you know, and she had no idea. Anyway, turns out, how embarrassing. It was a big fucking scam.
1: It was, and you guys started to get uh, like an idea that something was up Mm -hmm. because- He really thought he was going to make a ton of money off of this sketch show. And as people who have done sketch shows for a while, we We were like... this is not true. What kind of money... What a dumb scam.
2: And uh, I knew... I knew... Well, I had suspected, but I knew when he asked me to pay for his parking. Yeah, that's... (laughs) So I ran out, and I was like, which one is yours? And he's like, the blue Ford Explorer. This piece of shit. (laughs) I was like, this guy... Is a phony.
1: Yeah. It was.
2: And then he tried to pay me $4 for parking, and I felt so bad for him. I was like, please, sir, allow
1: me. Ugh. Allow me to pay for your parking. Because that's the other thing is like, you, you can't imagine that if someone was running a scam, they would center it around sketch comedy. Like, brilliant.
2: And I won't embarrass her, like, well, should, because she was a real bitch to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I did nothing but put her on my team. Anyway, Ugh. the guy who did it was the father of someone who, is an improviser in the community.
1: God, yeah. I will never say their name, so y'all yeah. I gotta don't do even remember. I mean, her they can name. probably figure out. Yeah. Um, She's not listening. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> but this actor was—he kept saying like we'd have these like. Zoom call-ins from these actors that I know who have who will do a favor and, like, they'll pop in for a sketch or something like that. And this guy was... Trevor Slattery was supposed to be one. <laughs> God bless. Wow. Small world, baby. Small world. The Mandarin was going to be in the sketch show. In retrospect,
2: <laughs> we were taken for a ride. <laughs> Good uh, story. Yeah.
1: Oh. So um, Now I'm
2: doing podcasts with my best friend. <laughs>
1: But at least I don't have COVID. Oh, okay. God bless. Um, so this guy, speaking of scams, this guy is thinks he's in the role to play this terrorist. Little does he know that this is an actual. He, his videos are actually being used as terrorist like propaganda. Oh my actually, God. Um, which he did just shoot somebody in the head dead. The scene before this,
2: I think he thought it was
1: a prop. Speaking fake. of Alec Baldwin, oh, man. oh. ouch. Yikes. What ironic timing, uh, or I like, don't know if that's ironic. What like it's weird. unfortunate
2: for sure. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, Iron Man realizes that this whole thing is ruse, like run by Killian, this guy that he bullied in the '90s and is now back for revenge. I mean, this movie is really about the price of bullying. Because
2: isn't every movie about <laughs>
0: that? I love at this point any movie that that any sequel that goes like. What more can we tell? Well, let's go back in time. Yeah,
1: right. Oh, I yeah.
2: always get to the point in movies like this where I'm like, you have not developed enough emotional intelligence to deal with your shit. So you hired an actor to play a terrorist and you're now blowing shit up. Yeah. Like you you look crazy, sir. Yeah. yeah. Get over it. Like, yeah. Get a over yourself. You're adult, man.
1: Oh. Don't want to talk about the weather or the pandemic? Me either. No wrong answers, non-burning questions to kickstart conversations is a conversation card game where you can ask life's least pressing but most important Questions. Why talk about vaccine rates when you could debate questions like which cereal mascot would be the best kisser? Or you own a boutique candle shop. What is your least popular scent? These are the burning questions you should be asking. This card game is created by two of my friends, my personal friends, Paula Skaggs and Josh Linden. Yes, I have friends talented enough to create a card game, and if you love me, you love them, and you'll love this game. No Wrong Answers is a deck of 70-plus conversation starters that you'll come back to and debate over and over again. This is great for dinner parties, it's great for Zoom happy hours, first dates, classrooms, prison visits, fast food drive-throughs. It literally, there's no place that these conversation starters won't work. Holidays are right around the corner somehow. And this would make a great gift. It would make a great thing to put out on the table to, you know, generate conversation between you and your family. You know how hard it is to catch up after you haven't seen each other in the year. What are you going to talk about the fact that you share blood? No, you're going to reach for one of these cards and you're going to get the conversation started. And if it doesn't get better than that, a portion of the proceeds go to the Greater Chicago Food Depository. I mean, come on. listeners can use the code trident for 10% off of their purchase go to no wrong answers game.com once again no wrong answers game.com and use trident for 10% off of your purchase i mean come on y'all this is fun talk and <laughs> not small talk so stark escapes and reunites with rhodes discovering that killian intends to attack President Ellis. This is the only time we've ever seen a president in a Marvel movie, I think. Because, like, where are they? Who knows?
2: Is it a white guy?
1: Oh, for sure. Classic. Absolutely. Using Iron Patriot armor controlled by Savin, Stark kills Savin, uh, saving the passengers and crew. This was a cool scene where he, like, infiltrates a plane. He saves these people. And then they all are, like, falling in midair. It's funny. It's, it's so, so funny. And, uh, Jarvis says, you can carry maybe three people at a time. And he's like, well, there are nine, so what are we going to do? Um, and then he has them all, like, Hands Across America link arms. It's like barrel of monkeys. And then slows down so that they can, like, what, fall into the – he can drop them into he the water. He drops them
0: in the water, and then they all, like, cheer. Wave. <laughs> I'd be like thrashing in the water, like.
1: <laughs> and then they're all
2: eaten by sharks, which is a sad <laughs> ending. By a shark, sharknado crossover.
1: Like, <laughs> um. So then the vice president, the uh, puppeteer, Killian kidnaps the president and like hangs him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what is this national treasure? Yeah,
1: Killian kidnaps the president, puts him in the patriot iron patriot armor. <laughs> And, like, hangs him, like, Jesus on the cross. Oh,
2: my God. And
1: Iron Man goes to save them, and he brings all of his 30 suits.
2: I laugh, but that was kind of 2020, you know? Like, it's really believable that someone would show up with an Iron Man suit and put the president in it and hang anything, him like oh, After 2020, sure. literally yeah, anything sure. is possible. Yeah.
1: Anything. When we heard the killer bees were coming to get us. <laughs> it was wild and also something else wild Tony has 30 suits never has mentioned them before he's struggled in Tennessee this whole movie he could have called another suit
0: yeah the whole idea that he's like stuck in a garage with no way of communicating is a bit wild yeah
2: Tony fucking Stark man and it's
0: like go to a bar and ask to use the phone yeah
2: (laughs)
1: Um, during this whole fight scene, he's trying to save Pepper Potts. He's trying to save the president. Rhodes is, is really cool. He gets some good action stuff, too. Um, and then Tony starts jumping from, like, suit to suit. Very cool. This. Cool. Very cool. Right after um, Pepper Pot- Potts falls to her death. Presumed death. Yeah. Maybe this humo- yeah, this am
2: going to take it or leave it. Yeah.
1: I, I liked seeing all the different Iron Man suits. I liked seeing that, like, he had kind of built them for different reasons. Yeah. Um, I wish that would come up more. Like, he has, like, a jackhammer suit, and he has, like, a...
2: Ooh, maybe it will with this new army of Iron Men, They should.
1: People should get different... It shouldn't just be, like, everybody looks exactly the same. Like a hammerhead shark suit. Exactly. Yeah. Mermaid suit. Um, Plane suit.
0: (laughs) Submarine suit. NASCAR suit. Uh, So we're ignoring the fact that Pepper Potts has been given this, like, chemical... Injection. Extremis. So she could either explode or become a super soldier. Person. Thing. Fire yeah. a person. And I really like Pepper Potts. And I was very glad to see that they give her like a fun action part.
1: I like Pepper Potts too. I think as as think whatever you want about Gwyneth Paltrow in real life because like like it's tough but she is such a good act she is a good actress and she's really good in this movie she does a lot with this role yeah
0: through all the movies but I was really glad when we saw that she's she gets a little action at some point she lunges up and like punches through an Iron Man suit and then brings it down damn which is cooler than anything else anyone does in that movie
2: girl power
0: and all I've ever wanted was more Pepper Potts in all the other movies. But, you know. She... If
2: you could cast anyone that isn't
0: Gwyneth Paltrow Ooh, as Pepper Potts, who would you cast? A lot of people. Yeah. I think she could be replaced by a lot of actresses. Almost any actress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think Pepper Potts is like, you just okay. see, like, Amy Adams could
1: do it. Uh, Rachel uh, McAdams could uh, do hmm. it. I disagree. I think Rachel Gwyneth,
2: McAdams is a good
1: choice. Sure. I do think there's something likable about her Here, that like somehow Gwyneth Paltrow could turn on her likability, and I'm just like, I disagree. (laughs) Like her, maybe Avril Lavigne. We could replace her. (laughs) Avril Lavigne, Adele, Mandy Moore. She's doing a lot. of Flo from Progressive, Uh, really
0: good. Judy (laughs) Greer,
2: that Gecko from the Geico commercials. (laughs)
1: Miss Piggy. Bertha.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Miss Piggy. Oh, she would never let him get away with this shit.
1: Why don't they do like a Muppets Avengers? Oh, Robbie? That would be That's so, so cool. funny. <laughs> oh,
2: I'm uh, you why I don't the they Muppets?
1: do more what? Muppets? Gonzo would like... be Iron Man. Gonzo would be Iron Man. Uh uh-huh. Piggy would, of course, be Black Widow. Uh, Kermit would be Captain America.
0: So Disney owns the Muppets and Star Wars. Yeah. Like, they could do this. They could do that.
2: They should do it Who that. would Animal be? I don't know. Uh, really. The Hulk. Oh, yeah. He's my favorite. I love him. Oh. The
0: Animal Hulk would animal be hilarious.
2: And giz- Gizmo?
0: Don't be angry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> <laughs> What about
2: Fozzie Bear? Happy?
1: Oh, that'd be cute. I would make... F- oh.
2: Or if we're going to make him a... Fozzie, Fozzie Bear
0: could be Thor. So is, is Miss Piggy How Black Widow? Of course. Okay. Glamour- and Kermy Black- has to be Captain, Captain America.
2: America. Who-
1: Gonzo would be Iron Man, I think.
0: Maybe Rizzo the Rat.
2: <gasps> Rizzo could be
0: Hawkeye. Oh yeah, like up in a.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who's who's um? Lady Captain America. What's Captain Marvel.
0: Oh, Captain Marvel. Oh. The oh, that blonde like rocker. Yes. I don't know her name.
2: Denise or something. It's like something normal.
1: Flower
0: this would be power, great, right? Yeah. The eagle. Who's the eagle? It could be uh, Nick Fury Is the eagle. Sam the eagle. Give him an eye patch.
1: uh, What about uh, a... You're telling me
2: no one at Disney has thought about this? Certainly.
1: (gasps) Groot. Aww. Aww. This would be funny. Uh, You say that. You You know know how much money they they could make, though? So much. I'd watch it. I'd watch it and you
2: take kids to see it.
1: Yeah. That'd be funny. They would just put it on Disney Plus for... You know how much money they make on Disney Plus?
0: a lot all of it almost a billion dollars a month (gasps) so they raised it's wild they raised the membership fee by ten dollars so I google like
1: what the fuck
0: it's an annual ten dollars so it's okay it's not monthly so like
1: yeah Andy was really upset about it no I out. it's like 80 cents a
0: month but but listen (laughs) so if you just google how many people are subscribed to Disney Plus and it's millions and then you just times that by ten dollars and you realize like they make billions of dollars by doing that one wow. little thing. $10 across. Yeah. And that's where you're like, um, they could own the world. And they likely do. They could do.
2: save so many yes. hungry people.
1: No, one day they're
0: going to be own. like, we bought the White House franchise and we just own your government.
1: At <laughs> what point is capitalism going to get so large that it's just like regions of the country owned by different companies?
2: I think we're there. Pretty much. Like
1: tech, like Do we don't see could it but purchase Florida.
0: Sure.
2: Well am I stupid? No. Or like we have these companies have all this money and we're talking about like Elon Musk and what's his face Jeff from Amazon, Bezos. Jeff Bezos, have the ability to solve so many yep. problems with money and they don't. Yep. Is there something preventing them? Is it some sort of tax thing? No. Like they're they just, just
1: off here's assholes. the thing. You cannot become a billionaire without severe psychological damage to you. There nobody, I don't believe that anybody could amass over a billion dollars without changing something being some form of narcissism giving them the the drive what, to do so. What's
0: so interesting is with that drive, I would think because you're right i completely agree law of narcissism the why is there no savior complex like god like right? you have that amount of money you get to a point where you you are
2: you couldn't spend but that you, amount of money in your life but i'm your children saying like
0: wouldn't you want children wouldn't you want to be the person in history that solved the single solitary person that in a overnight solved world hunger you would be you would solidify for sure that you are forever
2: also, you everyone think, hates Amazon. Jesus Christ, right step now, aside. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, do something philanthropic and.
1: As like a business PR as a business move. move,
2: Yeah. Wow. Unbelievable. If you're going to be a dick. I about honestly
1: it. think that if you, you are the type of person who can be. I mean, there are certain billionaires that I think somewhat fall into becoming a billionaire, like celebrities who are. Like, if you look at Rihanna. She was, she started in music, became famous, and she's like, I'm going to do a makeup line. And sure. because of that, she has become a billionaire. Now, she's a
2: Pisces. These shout things, out. I <laughs> guess
1: necessarily don't, she's not an exception to the rule because of it, because you still have the, that resource power and you could use it to do good. But I think if you are somebody who's driven to become a billionaire, you, part of the reason is because you, have no you soul. you're driven by what separates you from everybody else. So curing world hunger, while it would be something that somebody with empathy and could would absolutely do, I think someone like Jeff Bezos is more like I would rather always go to space for ten minutes. Oh my god!
2: And that see, that's the issue: the people who want to help are all working for twenty five thousand dollars a year at Mm -hmm.
1: nonprofits. Yeah, legitimately. I couldn't even if I had a billion dollars. I couldn't even.
2: I would give. So much money away. And
1: still be rich so as rich. hell.
2: It's so wild. Ugh. All of you would get money. Everyone listening oh, would get you. money.
0: I just was, I went down a rabbit hole on the Oprah uh, giving away cars thing. Yeah. I had never really looked into that. So apparently when she did that, there was a gift tax or something. There was some kind of tax involved. <gasps> they had involved. to pay the tax? $13,000. <sighs> so while it was-
1: Most- most of those people couldn't even keep their cars because they couldn't pay the taxes
0: so it was this I never knew any of this so it was this huge and then the Oprah show like responded publicly of like how kind of annoyed they were that they were just trying to do this really nice thing and then these people leaked to the press like yeah actually this is they didn't pay for the whole car because I have to pay the taxes and then other, you know, at the time people were like, "Well, I mean, you got like a thirty thousand dollars car, and you paid thirteen thousand dollars. Like that's
2: okay, a okay, but pretty I did good not disc- ask for this. Yeah. I just showed up to the show. Now I owe them thirteen thousand dollars. So,
0: but, 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 but the Oprah show. They said that whole audience was not a normal audience. They pulled all these teachers when you went when you submitted. <gasps> oh. When you submitted to be in that show, they had a survey that specifically said, like, how do you commute to work? How old is your car? And they just had these couple random identifiers so that everyone in that audience were people who needed a new car. So, like, it was you guys should look it up. Anyway, speaking of, I know I remember I,
1: being like oh
0: I'm a little torn on it. By the end of it you're kind of like I definitely see both like
1: Well, here's the thing. No, if I needed no a way. new car, well,
0: after that they fixed it and they started everything after that, apparently like when they gave a new car, they gave like a gift card of whatever amount of money to pay for that tax or they paid it themselves. But it was one of those things that they had no one had ever done that. You're before.
2: telling me that went through the chain of command? That was approved by Oprah herself, and no one was like, these poor teachers the who these? barely make $13,000 a year and need... buy their own supplies, and now they're fucking nurses, and-
1: Well, Ugh. that's the other thing, is if you needed a car, you don't have $13,000. Right. Like. If I had $13,000, I would have bought the car. And then I wouldn't be in this audience. Oh, wait. It's wild. Like,
2: are we just poor? Or are we stupid? What's happening?
1: <laughs> oh, God. Um, speaking of, well, at least Tony ha- Tony Stark has the decency to save the world. For sure. As a billionaire.
2: Okay, he did win me over. And that's why this is
0: <laughs> fiction. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I couldn't suspend my disbelief long enough. So, this. I mean
1: I mean that brings us to the end of the plot. I mean, there's a fight scene with we talked about the fight scene with Pepper Potts. Amazing. Um they all get along and he destroys all of his suits for her and she's like, "Wow,
0: romance.
1: I'm, what a romantic that you. I couldn't another thing, growing up poor. He just voluntarily explodes like 3 billion dollars worth yeah. of suits and I couldn't look past it. I was like, "For Pepper Potts, are you serious that we're gonna?" And also, like, like repurpose love them?
2: is just like chemicals in your brain. <laughs> so, but cold hard
1: cash, okay? In my okay. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: So, on a scale of one to ten, compared to other movies, movies—not MCU movies, but movies in general—what do we give this film? Oh, three. Yeah, sorry, like a
2: like a five. Like a five. Really? I would never voluntarily put it on. Yeah. Unless I was doing a podcast. I do
0: think it was better than I remembered it. Like, I was like, okay, a solid movie. Yeah. It's not bad, but it's not great.
1: Yeah, it's not um, interstellar or like, you know, something incredibly thought-provoking or moving. It's pretty much just Tony Stark is sad and then kills somebody and then... Like benefits. if
0: it didn't exist, if they just never made this one, you don't miss it. There's yeah. nothing about it. You really
1: don't need to rewatch it to, to further anything. It's a or...
0: filler movie, right? There's
1: nothing about it that changes anything. Well, I mean, now, once again, spoiler alert: three, two, one. <laughs> uh, they do bring back that character, and but he's also this organization that they were pretending to be. The oh, the boy. The t- maybe we see we'll the see. Boy. At the He's funeral. In, uh, yeah. Yeah, but I think the movie's fine if you're just like, who's that guy? <laughs> yeah,
2: because, which I was because Who cares when was movie? the last time I watched Where Iron Man he? 3 and exactly. why do I care? Yeah. yeah.
0: <sighs> Have it's him a do a FaceTime call to catch up real there quick. For real, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm still going to go ahead and give it a 10 out of 10. yeah uh. <laughs>
0: You need to apologize That's the to your most listeners.
2: offensive I've thing. I've given you said. every movie a 10 out, of ten out of ten.
0: And I understand that most of the time.
2: Uh, I'm taken aback. How it's am 10 I 10 supposed to
0: trust anything you say?
1: It's a ten out of ten film.
2: <laughs> Explain. Does the boom oh, mic come sorry, in have three you guys ever times? Heard about the
1: hero's journey? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I have no idea what that even is. <laughs> um. so let's ask a Beowulf, couple questions Beowulf have
2: you heard of it <laughs> The Bard have you read it The Bard Shakespeare comma
1: <laughs> William Shakespeare Um, a couple questions that we always ask at the end you both know these very well who in this film could be replaced with Rosie O'Donnell and who in this film could be replaced with Danny DeVito Rosie
0: O'Donnell's for sure the
1: mandarin for me
2: that is so funny
1: she takes off a full beard she's in full drag
2: she's like hey (laughs)
1: yeah
2: danny devito i would cast as the kid
1: that's
0: (laughs) what are you doing in my garage (laughs) would he still be a kid would he still be a child or would he just (laughs)
2: he would be danny devito in all like his age and everything but the script wouldn't change. He's still yeah. looking for a father figure. It's yeah. still like a very special moment. Robert we don't D- draw <laughs> attention to the fact that he's Danny DeVito. We ignore that. Yeah. But he's definitely Danny DeVito.
1: I would I agree. I think that's great. I agree with Rosie. <laughs> I would also love to recast Rosie as the scientist that he hooks up with at the beginning of the movie. <sighs> and then have her come back and and have like that weird thing of like she's a villain the whole time, but then there's one moment where she tries to do right and then None of Or like is
0: Danny De- Danny DeVito Killian because he's like all oh, monsterfied in the morning at the beginning and then he comes back hot Danny DeVito so they- after the <laughs> is serum. Is that
2: possible? So he's like penguin at the beginning, <laughs> just regular <laughs> Danny DeVito at the end. And
0: then Gwyneth Paltrow has to play a scene of like, wow, you Danny. What <laughs> did you-, you invent this? By brain the way, projector. I know we're beyond yeah. this, but the moment she sees Killian is so uncomfortable. She literally says to him. What have you been doing? AKA, you were hideous and now you're hot. And it is one of the most uncomfortable moments it's so ever. Uncomfortable. Anyway.
2: I um, never draw attention to hot people.
0: No, don't give them
2: Especially attention. Especially if they
1: used to be ugly. No, no, no. no. I do the opposite. <laughs> I pretend I can't see them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I look past them. It, yeah. They ask me questions and I ignore it.
2: Yeah, like a ghost.
1: Yeah. Uh, who in this film has hot dad energy? If anybody. Jarvis dad energy. I mean Tony Stark always has hot dad energy to me.
2: I think Happy has hot dad energy.
1: He does. Yeah. He's calling, he's warning. Like he-
2: I would boink him but would also Ooh. like go to him for advice. Yeah. You know. Why not? Maybe at the same time.
1: He's kind of funny. He jumps on Tony Stark at the beginning when he thinks he's protecting him from something. But he's just like a bad head of security.
2: He's also
0: like Gwyneth Paltrow's fallen for Killian. And like a dad, he's like, who's that boy?
1: Yeah. Good people. All right. Well, thank you both so much for being here on this bright and beautiful Saturday morning. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Disney Adult is part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. That is thetridentnetwork.com. And also, don't forget to follow Disney Adult on Instagram at at disney.adult.podcast.